Hey class, Prof JC here. And first I wanna say thanks so much for your patience and flexibility this week. I know we're a little bit later. Most weeks your videos will be up by Sunday. I think I shared with you that they'd be up by Tuesday of this week. And it's because I wanted to give myself enough time to make sure I could get this on video and on podcast. Uh, so that here in the future, you just take me along with you if you need to. You can watch it on video, obviously, but you could also, if you have things you need to get done, um, uh, I'll go on a drive with you. I'm happy to do some some dishes with you. Um, you know, whatever that you need. If you want to take me to the gym, take me on a walk or something like that, I'd be happy to go with you and share this with you. Um, so I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm excited about the podcast. And I'm really excited about what we're going to talk about this week, because I think that this is really important. Obviously, in this class, we're talking about purpose. And last week, we talked about your PV, PVM, your principles, values, purpose, vision, mission. One of the things I love about these one unit classes is the fact that what we're talking about, what you'll be discussing in your one unit classes, right? The purpose, service, integrity. This is what's going to make sure that you can last long term in leadership. I'm fighting a little bit of a cold here, so you have to excuse me. But it's these issues, right? That if you can't get these down, you might have some success for a little while, but I promise you it's not going to be long term success. And here's the deal if you really want to lead and make an impact through the business that you're going to lead one day or lead in, through the nonprofit that you're going to lead or lead in, through the ministry that you're going to lead or lead in, through the HR that you're going to, you know, you're going to lead all of HR, you know, whatever it is, if you're going to have long-term success, it, 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 it's going to come out of these things right here, purpose, service, integrity. Um, I've yet to go to a funeral or hear people when I read an obituary, and it's a very powerful, important person who passed away. I've yet to hear people say, we like this person because they hit their numbers and they were a great salesperson. Okay. That might be some of it, right? And, and that might be said at the funeral. But the thing that they'll say is, you know, so and so was a great salesperson. They did this, they hit their numbers, they, you know, they made the business successful, what it was. But you know what? What was most important was they had first things first. They took care of their family. They took their, you know, they took care of their community. They they really cared about the people around them. They sensed responsibility to the world around them. It wasn't just about them. It wasn't just about the money. And so at the end of your life, you can have all the success you want, but at the end of your life, what's going to matter most is what people say about you. And it's going to be around these issues right here, your purpose, the integrity that you carry, and the service that you bring to the world. So here in this purpose class, what I want to talk to you today about, excuse me, is character, competency, capacity, and commitment. And we're going to call these the four C's of leadership. The four C's of leadership, character, competency, capacity, and commitment. So I'll, I'm going to share my screen with you. Now, if you've got me on the podcast, you can feel free to go back, but ho- hopefully I'll be walking through what this is all about and you'll get a sense of it just from our conversation here. But I'm going to share my screen with you and I'm going to showcase this little drawing that I uh, found. It's not a drawing. It's a little slide deck here that I found that walks through what, you know, when we talk about this idea of character competencies, you know, competencies and commitment, and there's the fourth one is capacity. That's not on here, but we're going to talk about that here in a second. I don't know if I said all four of those character, competency, capacity, and commitment. I don't know if I said that it's the four C's of character. 
Again, I've got a little bit of a head cold here, so my head's not working exactly right. Character, competency, capacity, and commitment. So let's talk about three of them, and then we'll talk about the idea of capacity here in just a second. So what is character? It's everything we've talked about before. Right here on this screen, it says character are the traits you have. It's the values that you have. It's the virtues you have. And here's what I would say is your character is just, it's who you are, right? It's it's who you are when no one is looking. It's, it's, it's when you go into the house at nighttime and it's just you and your family, the people that know you, the people that love you, the people that you love, the people that you trust the most, what do they see? That is going to be your character. Okay. Now I would also say a great way to have characters with everything we talked about last week, right? Your principles, your values, your purpose, vision, mission. If you get all of that solidified and you live according to that, that will define your character. Right. And in the other class that I'm I'm uh, uh, one of the other classes I'm teaching this summer, we're actually talking about character this week as well. And the title of the podcast is character is destiny. And and that's what I believe who you are is going to be the future that you have. Right. One of the things we say in our home quite often is that we are the sum of our habits. Right. So my body is the sum of the habits that I have. The finances I make are the sum of the habit, you know, that I have, how clean or how dirty my house is, right? Same for you. It's all the, you know, it's, it's, it's the sum of the habits that I have. This, it's the sum of the habits that you have as well, right? Character are the habits that you have on a daily basis. It's the things that you do day in and day out. That's your character. Okay. And so I'll have some questions I'll ask of you later about that, but, but pretty much character is who you are. Competency. So there, as you can see here in the chart, there are four different categories when we look at this issue of competencies. And really, if you're a competent person, it means that you do whatever you do and you do it well, okay? So whatever that is, if you're a bricklayer, if you're a, uh, if, if, if you're someone who fixes breaks, if you're an HR manager, if you're a, um, if you're an account manager, if you're a salesperson, uh, if you're an entrepreneur, um, are you competent in what you do? Are you a designer? Are you a, uh, you know, are are you in tech? Are you in in coding? You know, whatever it is that you do, do you do it well? But there are actually four different kind of competencies your ear talks about. And the first one is people competencies. And so I would refer to this as the soft skills. Do you understand how to work with people, especially in leadership? If you don't understand how to work with people, and that's why I love the leadership program that we have here, obviously, both the business and the leadership. But that's why these classes are so important for both business-minded people and people-minded people. Because the more business-minded you get, that's wonderful and it's good and you need that. We need the accounting. We need all that kind of stuff. But you got to understand how to lead people. you got to understand how to talk to people and how to value people, right? So those are all the soft skills. And we don't have time to go through all those right now. But do you understand people? And, and part of that also was your own self-awareness. And we're going to talk about that here in a few weeks as well. Then we move to the next box, and it's organizational competencies. Organizational competencies. So these are all the processes and procedures in the organization in which you work. Do you understand how that works? Do you understand all the nuances in the place where you work? Look, I'm trying to tell you right now, if you don't understand the culture of where you work and how things get done, you're not going to be very successful there, right? So the character matters, the competency matters, and you got to understand how to work with people, but you also have to know what are the rules and processes and procedures here at this place of work? And am I able to get it done? Can I get the job done that I need to get done within the system that they have? 
Then, then you come all the way down here and you've got, you know, you've got, um, well, let's go to strategic, strategic competencies. Now, I see strategy a little bit differently, you know, than some people do. I don't think it's that hard. It's not this big science. You know, are you able to understand the purpose of the organization? Are you under, are you able to understand the vision of the organization? Are you able to understand uh, the mission of the organization? And can you communicate that clearly, especially as a leader? Can you do that? That's strategy right there. Strategy is how you get the job done, right? So you, you got to know the purpose. You got to know the vision. You got to understand the mission, right? And so when you get all that stuff done, you got the strategy. Are you able to do that? Can you communicate that well in the organization? And then we come to what is business competencies. And this is all the things that make the business run, right? You know, this is the HR, this is the sales, it's the marketing, it's the finance, it's it's the people, it's 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 all that stuff that make the engine run, right? Do you understand this? Are you competent in each of these areas? Now, more than likely, you won't be competent, you know, 100% in all of them, but you've got to have an understanding of each of them, right? How to deal with people. Uh, how to deal with the organization, the politics of it, right? How to understand and communicate strategy and how does your your part of the organization, how does it fit into the larger uh, aspect of strategy? And then the business competencies, you know, are you able to get the job done, right? Sales, marketing, the innovation, right? All that other kind of stuff, okay? So as a leader, you got to have that character, you have to have the competencies, and then we want to come all the way over here and you want to have commitment, you want to have commitment. And what it says under here is aspiration, engagement, sacrifice. Here's what commitment is. Are you are you the one who's walking away when things get tough or do you bear down a little bit more? Do you tuck your, you know, your head in? Do you, you know, do you put your head down? Do you, you know, do you get postured so you can move forward even even quicker, even faster? And you figure out how to strategize to stay in the game, to stay at it. Right. Are you that person? Or are you the person that every time things get rough, you're the one who starts complaining, you start griping and you start, you know, you know, you know, you're ready to walk away. You're ready to quit. Right. Are you committed to the organization? Are you committed to the people of the organization? Are you committed to the stakeholders? Are you are you committed to the, you know, to the uh, to the investors? Are you committed to the customers? Are you committed to your teammates around you? Or are you going to walk away when things get tough? Look, business is not easy. Leadership is not easy. Nonprofit space is not easy. None of it's easy, right? I've had the privilege of talking with some, some people who've built some amazing organizations. It's never easy. I was at a, um, I was having lunch just last week with the CEO of one of the largest nonprofits here in the South Bay. And um, it was amazing how her mind works. She's just all over the place. And she's thinking about this and she got this. And I said, wow, after 40 years, uh, I said something to her like, you're still in the weeds. And I didn't mean it that way. I didn't mean it bad way. But she just understands at a high level what the organization needs to do. But she also understands down at the lower levels. And she understands it's about people and it's about regulations. And for her as a nonprofit, it's about raising money. And where do you get the next check from and all this kind of stuff? It, it's, it's, not an easy, it's, it's not an easy road uh, to walk. It's not an easy road to to run, you know, however you want to, you know, get down the road. It's not easy in business, but the rewards, if you can get it done, are great. You have the ability to impact the world and you have the ability to impact other people, to help people, to help lift other people up. I, I think the greatest thing that can be said of you as a leader, as a manager in an organization, is you help make people better. But the way you get to a position of leadership is everything we're talking about here, character, competency, and commitment.
Okay. Now, the last one I want to talk about, I'm going to go ahead and stop sharing my screen here. The last one I want to talk about is this area of capacity, right? So what does this area of capacity mean? It means this. Do you help the organization become more profitable, more effective, and more impactful? Do you help the organization become more profitable, more effective, more impactful? And are you able to empower others? Okay. So now I want to look at all of these three or all four of these. And I want to look, I want to look at them through the lens of leadership. And this is where the question that we're going to get to here in just a few minutes uh, has to do. Because here's the thing. If you have all four of what we just talked about, character, competency, commitment, and capacity, if you have all four of those, you can be a great employee. Right. That's what we want. I mean, think about those of you who are already in leadership positions. When you think about a great employee, it's a person with high character, a person who is highly competent, a person who is uh, committed to the task at hand. They're, they're committed to the organization. They're committed to the team. And then they have, you know, they have high capacity. That means that they're able to grow. That means that they're able to make the organization grow. That means they're able to make the organization more profitable, more effective and more impactful. All of that's important. So you can have all of those and still not be a great leader. Here's where leadership comes into play. Okay. Here's where leadership comes into play. We talked about, you know, of these four. So here's some questions I want to ask you now. Now, these aren't the questions I want you to answer uh, that I want you to answer, but I want you to think about these as I run through them. So we talk about character. And here's a question I want you to consider. Does who you are, remember character is just who you are. Does who you are create positive outcomes for you and for other people? And for other people. So when you think about your own leadership, you think about your own character. Um, do other people benefit from that? If you're put in a position of leadership, do you help rise other people? Can people say, hey, because I'm working with so-and-so, insert your name, because I'm working for so-and-so or with so-and-so, I have a lot of positive outcomes when I'm with this person. Or is it the other way around? Is it, man, every time this person comes around, every time this person's on my team, every time I have an interaction with this person, something negative happens. That's your character. That's leadership character. Do you help other people, not just yourself, but you help other people have positive outcomes as well? Competencies. I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. Do your leadership skills create superior performance, right? So competency is you have superior performance in the areas we talked about, in people, in business, in strategy, and uh, uh, in, in, in the organization, right? You have superior performance in all four of those areas. But leadership means you help other people, right? So do your leadership skills that you have create superior performance in other people for the good of the organization? It can't just be about you anymore. If you're doing all the work and you're really good at what you do, you're going to wonder why when you get in a leadership you know, position, you can't you can't succeed because leadership position doesn't mean you get to do the job anymore or that you can. It doesn't matter if you can do the job or not. It means can you help other people get the job done? And then in this area of commitment. Do you stay at it? When everyone else is walking away or quitting. And here's the deal. Can you can you motivate other people? to stay at it when everyone else is walking away or quitting. That's commitment. That's leadership commitment. Can you help other people do that? And finally, capacity. Does your leadership ability create greater profitability, effectiveness, impact, and empowerment for your organization? That means because you exist in the organization, your bosses can look and say, because so-and-so, insert your name, 
is in the organization. We are more profitable. We are more effective. We are more impactful. And then again, leadership capacity means that you're empowering other people. Now, here's, now here's what I'm talking about. You may have heard, if you're a football fan, you may have heard of, of, of something called a coaching tree. It's a coaching tree. Now, I'm not, I'm not big into sports. I'm not big into football. So I'm not going to have a bunch of names with this, but I love this concept. And the concept is that a coach who is really a high capacity leader is able to develop other leaders, right? And so when you look at the coaching tree, when you look at all the people who come from them, you know, uh, they've got several head coaches who've come up under one leader. I could be wrong in saying this, but I, the two names that are coming to my mind are Andy Reid and Bill Belichick. But again, I could be wrong. And then there's another name. I watched the video of him. Uh, he uh, He's old school. Uh, Bill Parcells. I think he's another one that they've talked about has a coaching tree. And I'm, I'm probably getting some of the name wrong. And you can tell me that when you're sending in your reflection on this. But these are the coaches who are able to lead so well that because of their leadership, what people have learned up underneath them, they go on and coach their own, uh, you know, they go on and coach their own uh, football teams and they're head coaches of their own football teams. I think that is probably one of the greatest compliments that you could have is that you're able to multiply kind of who you are. If I could use that term, you're a multiplier, right? You're high capacity. And again, high capacity means in an organization, you help make the organization profitable, effective, and impactful. All that's great. But as a leadership capacity is now that you help to empower other people to do all of that, right? And now, you, now you're empowering other people to help make the company more profitable, effective, impactful, right? And so that's the key. So are you that kind of leader or do you kind of hover everything to yourself? Look, I'm I'm going to tell you this right now. Uh, I have the ability to do a lot of work in industry and it's it's some outside of what I do here with you um in in the classroom or online, you know, however we're doing this. Outside of that, it it's it brings me the greatest amount of joy. Uh my my purpose in life, my own purpose is really to help organizations become more effective more profitable, more impactful. And we do that by helping leaders get better. But here's the thing that I've known. Here's here's the thing that I'm realizing in a lot of work with leaders. Here's the thing I hear time and time and time again. Leaders that that say that they lack the confidence, they lack the courage to lead the way that they need to lead. And here's the deal. When leaders lack confidence, they become scared leaders. And when they become scared leaders, they become insecure leaders. And when they become insecure leaders, they become the kind of leaders um, who micromanage and they 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 hold everything to themselves. And I've worked for leaders like that. I'm sure you have worked for leaders like that as well. It's the reason why I do my job, because I, you know, I've, I've seen so much of it out there. You know, there's the great saying out there that people don't leave companies. They leave managers. Maybe you could say people don't leave bad companies. They leave bad managers. Right. And I don't think there's so I, I don't think there's any such thing as a bad company. It's bad leadership. It's bad management. Right. And that's the reason why we do what we do here so we can learn not to do that way. Um, so your job and how you're going to be a great leader is by getting out there in industry and reproducing who you are and creating other people that help make the company more profitable, effective, impactful um, and and empowering. Right. So that they're now developing more people that are developing more people. That's the kind of culture you want. So, again, character. Right. Leadership character. Uh, does who you are create positive outcomes for you and for other people? Leadership competency. 
Do your leadership skills create superior performance in others for the good of the organization? Leadership commitment, do you stay at it when everyone else is walking out or quitting? And can you motivate other people to stay at it? And then finally, leadership capacity. Does your leadership ability create greater profitability, effectiveness, impactfulness, and empowerment for the organization, right? Are you developing other leaders who develop other leaders who develop other leaders? That's what that means. This is, these I think are the four important C's of leadership. So here's the questions that I want you to answer today, okay? I want you to walk through just real quick in a sentence. And I want you to tell me what is character? I want you to tell me what is competency, okay? Excuse me, excuse me on that. Sorry about that. What is leadership character? What is leadership competency? What is leadership commitment? And what is leadership capacity? What is leadership based on everything we talked about? Don't guess it. I'll know if you're guessing. You're not going to get the points. Okay, so don't guess it. Based on everything we just talked about, what is leadership character? What is leadership competency? What is leadership capacity? What is leadership commitment? Now I want you to reflect a little bit. And I want you to pick one of those four and tell me the one that you uh, have the greatest strength in. And you can brag about yourself. It's just me and you here, right? So uh, I'm the only one who's going to read it. And say, hey, I'm, you know, Prof. JC, I'm, I'm really good at so-and-so. I'm really good at competency. I'm really good at capacity, you know, whatever it might be. Tell me that. And then, and, and then I want you to admit to yourself which one of the four that you need a little bit of work at. And tell me what you're going to do to get better about that. So, again, define those four. Leadership character, leadership competency, leadership capacity, leadership commitment. Which one are you really great at? Which one do you excel at? And which one do you need the most work on? And what are you going to do to get better at that? Hey, I hope this has added some value to your life, to your leadership. I look forward to seeing you in the next in the next podcast. Take care. Reach out if you need me.